It's your boy Dreams from the Notorious Mass Effect, and I'm here to let you know you're holding yourself back. Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now, you can even add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create. Whether it's music analysis or your own radio show or something that the world's never even heard before, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership for the newbies out there. <laughs> it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let me say that again for the people in the back. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started so you can start affecting the masses. And remember your boy Dreams believed in you before you even started your show. So please don't switch up on me. Remember me when you make it to the top. That's all I ask. here aka dreams and i would like to welcome you to mine which i call the notorious mass effect podcast i am your hip-hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of r&b mixed in for episode 76 we're going to be getting into polo g and his latest single called bad man then we're going to get into the group of anderson pack and bruno mars called silk sonic and their collab album titled an evening with silk sonic moving on we're going to talk about a little gaming with battlefield 2042 and i'm gonna tell you everything you need to know about that video game currently up currently about to be released to the masses then we're going to end with beyonce of course because she's the queen of hip-hop and her new track new uh her new single to a movie called be alive but before that, make sure to click my link tree and my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. 
If you want to financially support the show, click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Also, make sure to share this, share this podcast rating the show five stars on Apple Podcasts as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Now that I've gotten through the intro, let's switch it up and get into Polo G and his latest single featuring Michael Jackson Thriller. Not Thriller. Was it Thriller? Anyways, it's sampling Michael Jackson, but the track is called Bad Man. Okay, so when I was first introducing, introducing, that's not even, anyways, when I was first introducing the actual track, I said that Smooth, I said that Thriller was the sample that he used for this track, but it was actually Smooth Criminal, and I don't know why I forgot that, because I was literally listening to the original track over and over today, and I was wondering, like, if you're listening to a track like Smooth Criminal, I would be very happy that well not happy i don't know if that's the word i'll be very fortunate i think it is very unfortunate if your actual name is annie because throughout the whole track is just asking if annie is okay and what if annie is okay and she doesn't need a pick me up song right now like honestly i feel like with smooth criminal and those type of name drops like it, it kind of reminds me of course i gotta bring up the goat and when he talked about in my feelings and kiki and and Risha and what was the other names? KB, all type of names. It was crazy. But that's more of a variety of names. With this one, it's literally just one name. So if you're actually named Annie, I feel like it may be a small critique, but it will have to be annoying at some time to keep hearing your name over and over in the song. But then again, what if Annie's like the biggest Michael Jackson fan we've ever heard or we've ever seen? So it's little things like that that I try to think about. But <laughs> actually getting into the Polo G track, Bad Man, featuring the Smooth Criminal track by the one and only Michael Jackson. I feel like this track is very much a mixtape type vibe that, that this track gives off. Because when Lil Wayne used to do his Sorry for the Wait, he would rap in a way that only he, he could over popular beats. Now, this is beyond popular as far as this beat, and it was actually cleared. So, unlike mixtapes, you can't really make money off of other beats that's not cleared, but you can still put them out for the masses to hear on like AudioMax, SoundCloud, those type of platforms. Spotify, Apple Music, I can't think of any other ones. Well, probably a title. You have to get your, well, if you want to make any profit off of it, you will have to clear the sample so that you can get some type of profit off of the track now honestly if you sample michael jackson i've heard that whenever michael jackson's estate clears a sample they literally take like 99.999 percent of the 
the royalties of the track which makes sense i mean smooth criminal is already an iconic song so it's not you're not gonna top smooth criminal so you using the beat is definitely uh them doing you a favor <laughs> to say the least like a huge favor like clearing michael jackson songs isn't easy i mean just ask the goat so which honestly when drake did sample not only did he sample michael jackson in his tracks but he also had an unreleased michael jackson feature now that is almost impossible to pull off which i which is why i refer, i repeatedly call that man the goat because he he just pulls off things that no other artist can do i mean jay-z's been around for a while i mean he i think has this is like challenging my hip-hop car right now does, does michael jackson and jay-z have a song together Michael Jackson featuring Jay-Z, You Rock My World. Okay, so Michael Jackson, Jay-Z does have a track. And Michael Jackson secretly sang Jay-Z's hit, Girls, Girls, Girls. So, yeah, I mean, you know, Jay-Z facts for you. You learn something every day, don't you? Anyways, the Drake and Michael Jackson dynamic isn't there because, of course, Michael Jackson passed away. But with Jay-Z being... In the game for as long as he did you would think that connection would be more substantial than it was like drake and the weekend have tracks together and i'm not calling like actually i am drake is like one of the biggest hip-hop artists the weekend is literally like a reincarnation of michael jackson just put aside all the dancing and all the other performance type attributes and you basically have him in the vocals but they have multiple tracks together. I, I would assume Jay-Z and Michael Jackson would have had more tracks together, but I guess not. Getting back to Polo G, as you can probably tell, I don't really have too much to say about this track because I'm talking about everything but the actual track. It's just because... Now, honestly, I talked about Polo G before and his fans, like, killed me. Like, honestly, it was to the point... I'm never... I'm not even going to say what some of the fans said. Like, it, it would be concerning to people close to me. Like, let me just say that actually... Polo G has some of the most violent fans <laughs> online. No, he they Polo G has some of the most internet gangster fans I've ever seen in my life. And I'm just gonna leave it there. But honestly, Hall of Fame 2.0 is the extension of Hall of Fame. I feel like the LP is well, no, the LP is expected to drop December 3rd. I expect the LP to do numbers, but only because his fan base is so rabid. So with this single leading leading up to his Hall of Fame deluxe album, basically, with Hall of Fame 2.0, I believe that this will be a, a top 10 hit. It would have to be. If you use a Michael Jackson sample and can't get into the top 10 billboard wise, then you probably need to quit doing music. So I'll be interested to see where this bad man, that's what the track is titled. Now I'm not talking about Polo G. But I would I would be interested to see what this track ends up in the Billboard Top 100 as I believe this should be at least top 10. And I feel like it should honestly compete with number one. I mean, you use Michael Jackson as a sample. It's not easy. I mean, MJ's love all around the world. So getting a Michael Jackson clearance from his estate isn't easy at all. 
I mean, Polo G even released a statement thanking Michael Jackson's East, uh, estate, saying, quote, to the family, family, friends, and fans of Michael Jackson, this is from Polo G, and his estate, we are truly grateful for all your support in the release of this song and music video. MJ is loved all around the world, basically what I just said. <laughs> we used this opportunity to represent this song for the future, end quote. So even Polo G knows how substantial this clearance is for his career as this is not normal at all for artists to get these type of clearances. So it's, it's one of the reasons why Lauren Hill is so glorified because even getting samples of her tracks is, is not easy to do. You could not like, oh, let me just rap over a Lauren Hill beat. That's not the same as clearing a sample because I just explained it. You get more royalties and in, in income from from actually clearing those beats because then you can use it to market at shows and, and things of that nature whenever you don't own the licensing you can't really do what you want to as far as the sales go because you are basically stealing at that point and you can get sued in court if you try to make money off of it so you know there's, there's that <laughs> So yeah, um, as far as the track, I mean, Polo G has a lot of quotables, which I respect as far, I'm getting all type of notifications on my laptop. But anyways, Polo G has a lot of respectable bars on the track, but it's not really anything that's, it's not telling a story. It's not any type of concept. It's basic. It's basically just shoot 'em up, bang bang type of lyrics. Like it's not anything that you will listen to and be like, man, I just really understood the meaning of life throughout throughout this track. It's not. It's not. It's not that at all. It's, it's basically working out music, basically played a Michael Jackson smooth criminal sample in the background and just say whatever you feel like comes to your mind. <laughs> That's why I say that this track gives off a mixtape vibe, but. I just know Polo Polo G's fans like this. Once they hear this, it's, it's hey, let me just tell you, it's, whatever y'all gonna say, I do not care. <laughs> no, just playing. No, but honestly, like this actually helps. So if y'all do get mad, I mean, make sure to tell other people so they can listen to the segment. But anyways, uh, click my link to my bio. Let me know on one of my social media uh, social medias. What do you think of Polo G's bad man, and what do you think of him? actually getting clear clearance to use a smooth criminal sample now i'm gonna play the snippet the like the end of the because this is a very short track so i'm just gonna play the whole thing we're probably not gonna take it down because i'm i guess i'm talking favor favorable favorable favor favorable okay y'all just hearing me just mess up all <laughs> mess up one of the easiest words probably Anyways, y'all know what I'm trying to say. I'm I'm talking very high, well, not highly, but I'm talking. It's mostly positive that I'm talking about this track, so I don't think it'll get taken down. So, but we'll see. So, yeah. Um, here is Bad Man with Polo G featuring Smooth Criminal right now. Shots 
black off Jeep. Catch him lacking, then it's RIP. Young and trying to clear a crowd with the heat. When you run, better keep it for the cow by the seat. He was banging wrong till they found him deceased. There's a whole lot of evil women around in the streets. So, so you better look both ways. Make your soul shake. Demon standing in the doorway. Tell me, honey, are you okay? Screaming out, no way. Tell me, honey, are you okay? Once again, that was Bad Man by Polo G featuring the one and only Michael Jackson, Smooth Criminal. Now we're going to move on into the one and only I've, I've been anticipating. Like, honestly, after, after put, put a smile on or put, put on a smile. What is the name of that track? Put on a smile. This album was very much anticipated for like four to five days because that the put on a smile came out like right before they actually put out the rest of the project so it got me super excited i feel like that track did with honestly okay i'm already giving my opinion <laughs> let's get into as you can see i'm pretty excited to talk about this album so we're gonna get into bruno mars and anderson pax an evening with silk sonic the album <laughs> As you heard, the one and only Silk Sonic featuring the dynamic duo Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. Now you can probably already tell where this project review is going as when put on a smile, and I'm gonna keep naming that track throughout this whole review. When that track came out, honestly, they first revealed Leave the Door Open as the first single for the project. It was the lead single for their debut duo album an evening with so sonic that's what it's titled back in march then they released skate i believe with the video the video the video was amazing all the videos are amazing they're amazing <laughs> but and then they came out with put on a smile now put on a smile is probably one of my favorite songs of 2021 not only because of the meaning but just put on a smile sounds like such a happy delightful upbeat song right and then i'm just gonna well okay i'm away i'm not gonna mess with my my formula but put on a smile is very much a depressing song <laughs> like it's one of those type of tracks where you're just riding and you're just like wow like who did this to Bruno Mars and Anderson Peck. Like, who would have created that type of emotion for them to put on a... How long is that track? On a 4 minute and 15 second track. You know how depressed you have to be to make a 4 minute and 15 second track? Let alone is two people, but still. To make a track over a person that just broke your heart in such a way 
that you just got to let them know that you can only put on a smile when you're with them. So, honestly, this whole album is, is fantastic, amazing, spectacular, great. <laughs> like, I don't know any other adjectives to use. Like, honestly, anything that comes close to this, as far as the quality and the in the genre, I would have to think of, like, The Weeknd. Which I wonder if Bruno Mars and The Weeknd have beef because I don't know if they've ever made a track together, which y'all would have to fact check. I don't feel like looking it up. But let me know if The Weeknd and Bruno Mars ever made the track together because this Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack album makes me want a Bruno Mars and The Weeknd album because the capabilities of their talent is endless. And that's on full display as they're really genuinely doing throwbacks of 70s music in a way that's modernized in a way that makes it more acceptable to the current fan base and what that means is like obviously if you take over 70s theme music you have to give it in a way that's still modernized because what works back then doesn't work today it's kind of like what fat joe said <laughs> his notorious infamous quote yesterday's price is not today's price yesterday's 70s music is not today's music <laughs> so you have to enhance it in a way that's still acceptable to the masses and bruno mars and anderson pack did a fantastic job on accomplish uh, accomplishing just that as this project is only like nine tracks long i believe yes yeah, nine tracks long and that's perfect in my opinion it's very straight to the point they're gonna give you they gave you the hits and now it's up to the fans to decide which one's gonna take off now my personal favorite is put on a smile but there's a lot of other tracks on here like smoking out the window leave the door open that's that's fantastic tracks and with with like i told you i'm running out of adjectives i may have to pull up a thesaurus like not and not too long because i don't know how else to describe this music they had help from bootsy collins which is like a notorious figurehead in the industry and he's the person that actually named babyface like the name there was a whole story you have to look up the interview with bruno mars and anderson pack but bruno mars says babyface was originally like his he was going by his original name Bootsy Collin walks, walks in and said, what's up, babyface? And that just stuck. The next show, they announced him as the original name. The crowd kind of went crazy. And then the, the, the exact, no, right? The, the very next show, they announced him as babyface and the whole crowd just went crazy. So it just stuck. I mean, that was just, that's how Bruno Mars told it. So I wasn't there. I'm not going to act like I was there. But that's how Bruno Mars explained the story. <laughs> so... Bootsy Collin has a knack for giving great titles. And I feel like Silk Sonic is just a great title because one, it's honoring the 70s. Two, sonically, these artists are, I wouldn't say unmatched, but is at a level that's top tier. So for this project to come out the way it did is just a very uplifting way to to honor that genre of music so i'm gonna get into the actual project because 
honestly you can't really talk about too many of the 90s and 70 throwbacks because they i mean they took they took like inspiration from thundercat jodeci uh, marvin gay it was a lot of inspiration that that, that combined into an evening with S silk sonic with these two artists and they were even they even said in some interviews that a lot of these artists were their inspiration while making it. So it's not like something we're making up and enforcing on them. Like, oh, you're copying them. They're like, they came out like, no, it's an inspiration. But the way they did it, they definitely made it their own. So I'm going to go through the project. And of course, since it's only nine track, I usually... Nine tracks is not a lot for a project. But for what they did, what the, this is like a concept album. So for me, it worked perfectly because... It straight to the point didn't overstay their welcome honestly I would like more tracks so if they came out with deluxe I still wouldn't be mad but first track Silk Sonic intro basically Bootsy Collins is talking and then Silk Sonic comes on the track it's a very great start to that to the project track number two is the lead single they had for the project called leave the door open you already know how I feel about that if you don't you can look up leave the door open mass effect and it should pop up but I really enjoyed the Leave the Door Open track. It really set the tone for what they were going for and what the direction was for this entire project. And let me tell you, they very much nailed that direction. Track number three, Fly As Me. Anderson Pack gets on his hip hop uh, tip as he's very much giving out bars <laughs> throughout Fly As Me. Of course, they're still singing. They're not pulling a Drake and like strictly giving us a 16 and then going back to singing. Like throughout this, they're singing, but it was a certain bop to fly as me that made you understand that they can actually spit bars if they need to. Track number four, After Last Night. Wait, actually, I'm getting ahead of myself. Fly As Me is the first track that I chose for a it's the first snippet I have for the project, so you you can actually hear what I was talking about in Fly As Me. So you can hear that little hip hop tip that Anderson Pack got got on with this track. So here is Fly As Me by Silk Sonic. Yeah, they are 
different. <laughs> the way that Silk Sonic is, is coming on each one of these tracks is unique, to say the least. And Fly As Me is just another example of that. And that's one of the tracks that wasn't even a single. And it sounds like a, each one of these tracks sound like a single. That's why I'm so impressed with this project. The way that you... Of course, it's no secret that Bruno Mars has produced a lot of his own music and a lot of other music. So he knows the radio formula. But when you can do it in such a genuine way to still make it easy for listeners to, to listen to, because... At some point, the radio format gets old. With this album project, the way that they, they start off each track is different and is different enough to make you feel like, yeah, the way that they nailed this formula is just unmatched. So, Fly As Me was one of my favorite tracks off of the project. Then we get into track number four, After Last Night, featuring Bootsy Collins and Thundercat. So, obviously, I said Thundercat was one of their inspirations, to, so to actually have them on the track was definitely beneficial and that was a great track track number five smoking out the window one of the samples before the project came out you already know how i feel about that if you don't <laughs> type in smoking out the window mass effect and it should pop up but my quick take will be now i literally did like a whole breakdown on this so if you want to hear the whole like breakdown that i had for this track it, it was honestly it was crazy because <laughs> i was talking about like if like i don't smoke but if you had a female i don't even know is that female i think that's a derogatory term nowadays if you had a woman that put you through so much pain that you're just riding around smoking out the window then man god be with you because i know you're going through it and the way that bruno mars and anderson pack sounded on this track they was definitely going through it and smoking out the window was definitely not just a phrase for them so that plus the next track is probably probably my favorite transition in the in the project and i feel like that's a big thing for me when you have tracks lead into when you have a single you have to keep that same level of intensity up so that it doesn't drop off like that's why a lot of artists put the single either at the beginning of the album or the end because the single is not a direct representation of the quality of the album it's more of like that's the best song that i feel like that's on the album or that's the best performing that's the best track i think will perform the most on the album so they usually put it at the beginning or end because the rest of the tracks while they may feel like those are good tracks they're not that and which is why it's called the single because this track can stand alone they had three singles leading up to this nine track project so they was pretty confident about how this was going to perform so going from smoking out the window to put on the smile track number six, number six now i don't know if i've said this enough on on this segment or i don't know if i said this at all but Put on a smile is my favorite track off of this project, and I know I'm joking with that. But honestly, let me just before I even play a snippet, because of course I have to play a snippet, but let me just read off something, okay? Now Anderson Pack was going through it so much that he said, if I could turn back the hands on my Roly, you know I would. Basically saying that I'm still up because I have a Rolex, but at the same time, I'm still wishing that I can go back in time just to be with you. And then after that. Anderson Pack went on to say, I'm trying hard to hide the shame. I know I'm playing a dangerous game, but since you've been gone, 
I ain't been the same. Moment of silence. It's just moment of silence for Anderson Pay. Alright, but seriously, <laughs> then he goes on to say, I can't have you back. Without you, I've been going crazy. Trying to put on a smile, and then parentheses, putting on a smile, so you know he meant it. Trying to fight these tears from crying. And at this point, this man is just going crazy. Then he says, he ends it up by saying, the Lord knows I'm dying, dying, trying to put on a smile. Man, get something like snap snap your fingers or something like because that's just poetic that's poetic justice right there like forget what drake and kendrick did that is actually poetic justice what anderson pack was 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 displaying on his his verse the amount of transparency that these two had on putting on a smile is legendary one of my favorite tracks of the year i don't know if i've said that enough you know i i can say it again if you want me to <laughs> now i'm just joking but honestly and then the way he, like, and then the, the chorus, of course you're going to hear the chorus, because I'm going to play the snippet, but it says, the, the thing that got me was, they said, baby girl, now this is both of them just going, no, I think this is Bruno Mars, baby girl, the only thing worth smiling for was you. And the way he just, like, Bruno says you, Anderson Pack comes in and says you, and then Bruno's like, you're not going to one-up me. I got to let her know how I feel. And then he comes in and says, you again. And then they both just croon together and say, you. So it's like, you're going to hear that on the snippet. But honestly, these are the type of tracks that make you realize why you listen to music. The type of emotions that this brings out is should be in like college textbooks. Because this is a textbook type of track. From beginning to end you feel the pain that Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars is trying to display and trying to get across and then you have Boosie Collins starting to, you know what I'm just gonna play the snippet you have Boosie Collins starting this track off and basically letting you know that for four minutes and 15 seconds you're gonna be in for a ride but of course this is a snippet so I'm gonna play like maybe two minutes of it so because it's a long track so it, technically it's still a snippet I guess Anyways, let me play Put on a Smile by Bruno Morris and Anderson Pack. Oh, look here, fellas. Take it from your Uncle Bootsy. Ain't no shame bigger than the rain. Tell her how you really feel.
Now, if that's not one of the greatest R&B tracks you've ever heard this year, or you've heard this year, then let me know what type of music you're listening to down, well, not down below, but click my link tree. Let me know one of my social medias what type of R&B music you're listening to, because I need to listen to that if this isn't, if that wasn't one of the greatest, I mean, they're still Sonic for a reason, but sonically, that was amazing. Now, Put On A Smile is his, definitely my favorite track off of that, off the project. I don't know, you know, I, just, I don't know if I even said that yet, but <laughs> anyways, yeah, so that, that's how I feel about that. Just listen to that track and you will fully listen to that track and you will understand. Track number seven, which is called 777, it's a nice change of pace because, you know, reviewing all these hip hop artists who consistently speak on the devil, like they just, like there just isn't a guy, like some of these artists, like the Who I Smoke people, like do they believe in a, a over, like a over, a all power, like do they believe in a higher power, like some of the ways that these hip hop artists just speak about certain topics is just like do you believe in god <laughs> like the way you are speaking is just blasphemous it's just like so basically i said it because a lot of artists which you probably know uzi is uh notorious for having 666 as his mantra i don't even feel comfortable saying that those numbers like yeah it's yeah. but 777 let me just say that to get that off my back basically there's a reason why people say I don't want to speak on it, but basically the whole Travis Scott situation, there's a lot of videos coming out making fun of it, and people are saying, like, if you laugh, you're going with Uzi, and you know what that means, like, when you, whenever you make your brand around that, that people associate the down below with you, it's not, it's not good at all, so it's a, it's a nice change of pace to listen to artists who, who actually is a God-fearing man, <laughs> so, yeah, track uh, 777 is a nice change of pace. And just a great overall track and a, and a, a great follow-up to put on a smile. Track number eight was a single, the second single before the project actually came out. Of course, it was phenomenal. The, the, the type of talent on display reminds me of when I first listened to The Weeknd in House of Balloons. Like, it's just off the charts amazing. Sonically, amazing. It's just hard to put in the words the type of production that they came out with obviously they had help from Bootsy, Bootsy Collins but let me tell you just because you're you're in the studio with a legendary producer like Bootsy Collins it's, it's not it does not mean that you're going to come out with a great project you actually have to have talent it's like having LeBron as an athletic skills trainer like if if you're built like 5'2 and, and can't shoot for anything you know what I mean it's, it's kind of like you know what I mean? It's not it's not gonna do too much. So with with Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars to pull out the best that they had for this collab project, they just deserve a round of applause. Like I can't wait till they go on tour. I'm gonna try to catch I'm actually gonna I really wanna go to one of their concerts because this is this sounds like the perfect set to bring like a significant other to. <laughs> so let me just say that. Anyways, track number nine. Last track off of the project called Blast Off. Now, I think Blast Off was the single on the, well, not a single before the project came out, but this is the single that they're putting out on all the playlists. Like, if you look at the playlist, because playlisting is a big, important part of, of numbers and streaming, for those who don't know. Blast Off is the first one that comes off of this project, so I feel like they really want to work this, and, and the label wants to work this track as 
Blast Off is like the first off of the project on many of these play playlists. So I really like the track. I don't feel like it should have been the first one. I feel like, of course, putting on a smile should have been the first one. But anyways, Blast Off isn't a bad track at all. And it's a great send off to the app, the project called An Evening with Silk Sonic. So yeah, that's my review of it. Uh, I'm going to play the 777 track just because, you know, with all of these hip hop artists glorifying the devil, like they just don't believe there's a over, like there's a higher power in play. It's just insane. So we're going to play the 777 so we can get a little bit of a, uh, well, honestly, I don't know really too much of the subject matter of this track, but I know it's in a way that's not worshiping down below <laughs> so yeah let's listen to that snippet right now this is 777 by silk sonic That's my review of an evening with with silk sonic just a phenomenal album one of my favorite albums of the year it's nine tracks so technically it's a full body of work so i would have to compare it to some of the other projects i have on the list right now right now rod wave soulfly is the last album on my top five list of 2021 I don't know if I want to knock that off of this album, but like it's Silk Sonic is making the case that it should be like on the on the list for me because personally I really enjoyed this album, but I don't want to knock Soulfly off. I don't know what other albums I would replace this with, so it will be interesting to see if this actually ends up on my list. But this is one of my favorite projects of the year. So click my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of the Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars? collab album called an evening with silk sonic and what was your favorite track off of it now we're going to get into the one and only battlefield 2042 and everything that you need to know before the release <laughs> battlefield 2042 now we're gonna get into release date, trailers, and what we know about the upcoming shooter. Now, Battlefield 2042, it's the newest installment in, in a long running, I mean a long running FPS juggernaut. And the access is opening up for the masses in just a matter of days. So the, the biggest thing with this, which when this actually comes out, well, on the actual episode, 
I believe it may be already out, but when this segment come out comes out, the game will probably already be out. But there's a lot of speculation on maps, on like mechanics, on how it will perform. This is what we know. Well, this is what I know about it. So basically, the Battlefield 2042 gameplay trailer was revealed during the Microsoft and Bethesda showcase at E3 2021. But now they released a list of specialists, which I'm not going to get into that because it's more in details for people who are actually going to play the game. But for people who are more like general gaming fans, this is kind of the information you need to know. You'll be battling up with up to 128 players. So get all your friends and create a party because if you play alone, it may be a little hectic for you. <laughs> so actually getting a, a group of friends to play this game with wouldn't be the, the, the uh, wouldn't hurt. Let me just say that. Now the biggest changes is of course the 128 players, some of the special uh, specialists in the game. And of course, which this upset a lot of Battlefield fans for some reason, there's no single player. A lot of players were saying that they love the single player in Battlefield because it's the first Battlefield game to launch without a single player campaign since Bad Company. But on the other hand, there's also no Battle Royale mode. So it's a lot of fans being like, well, where are the fan favorite modes? But with this, the max player count has been doubled to 128. Two teams of 64 for people who can't do math, <laughs> including myself. Um, containing control points you have to capture all over the think of it like Star Wars Battlefront like you, you have an objective base it's not just kill people and you win capture the objective or if you don't want to play the objective just get used to losing <laughs> so that's basically you know that's to summarize that you know you feel me but, but anyways the other Battlefield 2042 modes is I mean of course there's no battle royale mode there's no single player but there's also other multiplayer style matches entirely against bots that you can progress with and apparently the AI has gotten a lot of a lot better but you'll have we'll have to see when a, a game is eventually released to the masses so the thing the thing that makes this so important is that Battlefield is a very much a uh, objective based type game it's not Call of Duty in the slightest it's not booted up try to get on a kill streak and then you can post your stats to social media for no one to look at <laughs> it's basically objective base is you have to play as a team or you run the high risk of losing every single game you get into so battlefield of course was created by dice la which is now called ripple effects studio and they are taking it in a way that's of course they enhance the player count to 128 players 64 players on each team but now the biggest thing with this is that it's it's in a company where it's very set apart from all the other fps's so it has a great potential on being the best fps game to come out this year like it is is it wants to compete with that type of genre which i don't think that that's a bad thing with battlefield being such a con being such a juggernaut and a huge conglomerate of fans waiting for this game to come out this game is going to perform nicely <laughs> so I, I heard well now nah, i heard i watched and i took some feedback from people who actually played it the, the closed beta a quote unquote they said the server issues was a major thing but then the, the day two they kind of patched it up a little bit so when the game eventually releases to the masses we'll have to see how it plays out but honestly 
I feel like Battlefield 2042 will end up being the best FPS game of 2021. And I'm not just saying that because I don't like Call of Duty, which I, I do like Call of Duty. Battlefield is a much more complicated and complex game. It's not just point and shoot. You have to get objective. You have to teamwork. You have to make sure you're going to certain spots that your team needs you to take over a certain objective base. Pimp, uh, plot, not, uh, certain objectives and it's just like there's destruction set pieces there's type like there's ranger robot dogs that can be called in which i heard the robot dogs are super op so if you run into one of those just run away like there's no killing those <laughs> so uh yeah that's that's a interesting fact for you but for the pc players the minimum require requirements is i'm definitely not getting into it because that that will definitely uh i feel like people don't care about that like unless you're a pc player which i don't know how many people listen to the pod are pc players but at the same time i know what it's like to be a pc player because i've played on pc before and let me tell you those specs are out of control like you literally have to make sure your system is running to your capabilities or you will end up blowing up your pc <laughs> you don't want that because pcs are expensive are expensive but that's my very short review of Battlefield 2042. It's not really too much to get into, but I basically gave you everything you need to know. When is this game coming out? That's probably the biggest thing that you're wondering. The Battlefield 2042 release date. Release date is November 19th, 2021 on PC. It's releasing on Origin Steam and the Epic Games Store. Speaking of Epic, has anybody followed up on the Apple, uh, Apple versus Epic lawsuit going on like is that is that already wrapped up or what like i really haven't heard anything about that so it makes me wonder if epic ended up folding or not <laughs> but <clears throat> battlefield 2042 will also release on ps5 and xbox series x and s and pc slash console and most importantly it will have crossplay available at launch a version of battlefield 2042 is coming to the older pc PS4 and Xbox One consoles, but those versions won't support the 128 player matches or crossplay with the PC or new console. So if you really want to be in the loop, I would get a new gen console, which I believe they're getting easier. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's getting easier to buy new gen consoles now and PC players, I mean, they they have their own specs they deal with. So <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so that's, that's it. That's, that's really all I have for you. The Battlefield 2042 release date is November 19th, 2021. So that's the biggest thing you need to know as far as this is concerned. So click my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of Battlefield 2042? And do you think it will be a it will be the best FPS game of 2021? Now we're gonna get into the queen of hip hop, the ultimate icon in the music industry one of the best role models you could ever follow and the one and only Beyonce in her new track promoting a movie I forget what the movie's called I forget the movie <laughs> but it's basically a movie surrounding the tennis stars Venus and Serena Williams but the track is called Be Alive it feels so good to be alive. We had the kids' future plan before they were born. Not all my family by my side. 
first date, I took Venus and Serena to the tennis court. Wipe this black off if I try. I knew I had champions. That's why I lift my head with pride. Venus and Serena gonna shake up this world. One and only Beyonce, I believe it's Beyonce Knowles. I think so. That was really just off the top, so if I'm incorrect, then that's a shame. But anyways, the new single for from the King Richard soundtrack is Beyonce's first track since 2020. So this is a pretty big deal. Beyonce's a pretty big deal in general, but whenever she releases music, unlike some other megastars, Rihanna but, but anyways I wasn't gonna name it but you know I just had to be petty for a second the King Richard soundtrack is, is very much uh embodiment of the movie as the Be Alive track is very black empowering and one of the more uplifting tracks that's been put out there which Jay-Z pops out for a music soundtrack type collapse but Beyonce is more of in her own lane she can do whatever she wants to so when she pops out for a music soundtrack single you know it's going to be something special as this movie is promoted to be something special with will smith starring in it being the the father of tennis stars venus and serena williams and being the coach throughout the movie now some of the quotables of course it's from beyonce it's it's a lot of uh, black empowering type type lyrics. I got a million miles on me. They want to see how far I'll go. The path was never paved with gold. We worked and built this on our own. Now, if you don't know, I don't want to say this is like a knock, but of course, of course, Beyonce is such a talent that you just disregard this fact. But. Beyonce obviously has writers and people who formulate the songs for her. So when she comes in, she just has to sing it. You know what I mean? But whenever you write for somebody, it doesn't mean you can actually execute it the way that they can. It's, it's reason why coaches are coaches and players are players. Because players can do things that the coaches can't, which is why the coaching and the players are playing. <laughs> so yeah, with Beyonce, she's very much a player and one of the best players in the game that we've ever had. Maybe the best depending on who you ask so this track is, is phenomenal i feel like it's, it's just a great lead up into the H, uh, hbo max movie king richard that comes out on november 19th so the film has already generated like oscar buzz and people are speculating that the be alive track will be her first ever academy award nomination for best original song so these are some oscar worthy type achievements no oscar worthy type nominations that they're putting out and i think that's the reason why beyonce took 
part in it because she knew that she could take this to another level to actually uh, attain that achievement. Quote, Beyonce, uh, Beyonce, yeah, Beyonce said, quote, I've been in the studio for, for a year and a half. Sometimes it takes a year for me to personally search through thousands of sounds to, to, to find just the right kick or snare. One cho chorus can have up to 200 stacked harmonies. That's what Beyonce said. So apparently, no, not apparently. She definitely takes her music seriously. I mean, it's Beyonce we're talking about. Like, not just some regular artist, you know. <laughs> but anyways, she said, quote, Still, there's nothing like the amount of love, passion, and healing that I feel in a recording studio. After, after 31 years, it feels just as exciting as it did when I was nine years old. Yes, the music is coming! Exclamation point. So, obviously, this is kind of like the LeBron effect. I really don't know who else to name drop as when people of this status say the, these type of things that they're still as excited as when they was nine years old. It makes you realize why they are still as big of an icon as they are because they still have that same drive to put out quality product for the masses to consume and be alive for me to me is one of the best tracks as far as uplifting uplifting and just one of the more positive upbeat tracks that you could listen to in 2021 so for beyonce this is a great accomplishment as the oscar type number the oscar academy type nomination that she will get i feel like she will end up eventually winning and i'm not saying i'm a prophet but if she actually wins i mean just you know you heard it here first also when the movie comes out starring will smith and featuring the song be alive by beyonce on november 19th will you go in theaters and stream it exclusively or Will you go in theaters or stream it exclusively on HBO Max in November 19th? So I believe I said the date enough times for y'all to get it. But <laughs> anyways, click my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of the Be Alive track by Beyonce? And will you go see the movie King Richard starring Will Smith on November 19th? Getting into the overview of the pod now that we finished it up. This is episode 76. I think we're on 76. Yep. Going on 50,000 plays on episode 76. I mean, it's just... You man, you love to see it. <laughs> but that's, uh, of course, a testament to y'all. Um, Polo G. We started with Polo G. Bad man. I talked about how Polo G got a clearance that only... He is in rare, rarefied air by getting this clearance from the Michael Jackson estate. And hopefully he can capitalize off of this by getting a top five single. Because if you have Smooth Criminal as your sample and can't get into the top 10 billboard, it, it's uh, it's gonna be a rough uh, longevity play for your career. So this is a, this is a lot of pressure. Like this, this track definitely has to perform, especially with this sample, because it probably took a lot of money to clear it. Then we got into Silk Sonic. The dynamic duo, I don't even know if I praised them enough, while I definitely praised them a lot in my segment. I feel like I gave it 
uh, fair <laughs> review because I was definitely excited for this project, especially after Put On A Smile. And I probably said Put On A Smile about a hundred thousand million gazillion times throughout the segment because that track was just amazing. Then we got into Battlefield 2042. I basically told you everything you need to know about Battlefield 2042 and what's to come with the with the product and what's not coming with the product. So yeah, that was it for Battlefield 2042. I believe that's coming out November 19th as well. Because we get into we we ended with Beyonce Be Alive, and that's a single off of a music soundtrack for a movie King Richard, which is set to come out November 19th. So a lot of content is coming out a lot of quality content is coming out so a lot of fans will be of respective of each genre hip-hop and gaming industry will be busy with with the great content that's coming out november 19th so we'll see how that ends up playing out as you never know what else surprises that the corporations hold in the 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 hand as far as like cards to play so that's about it for the episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Notorious Mass Effect podcast. And don't be afraid to send me a voice message letting me know what you think of the show and what you want me to talk about in the next episode. Click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Make sure to share this podcast by rating this five stars on apple Podcasts, as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses thank you for tuning in to another episode of the notorious mass effect